Good morning, listeners, and welcome to the last best Babylon 5 podcast. On this show, two of the hosts have never seen Babylon 5 ever. And then one of the hosts has seen it all. And me, my name is Steve. I am one of the two hosts that has never seen it. And the other man joining me in total ignorance is Sean Rose. Hello, I am in total ignorance. I'm sorry, my cat just decided to uh, jump on my lap right when we started recording. Hi, Pete. That, that's, that's cute. Let's Hi, keep buddy. it in. Let's keep oh. it in. Yeah, keep it in. He, may, he, may have, it. he may have meowed uh into the mic so we'll keep it in because it's uh it's humanizing because wow. a lot it's of people humanizing have, people yeah, will him, finally you believe can, that you're real you can see him on camera well, uh, I see his the, tail. The, the other two hosts can see <laughs> I, him on camera i see his yeah. tail yeah his tail yeah. uh well sean is ignorant as my uh but this man is not ignorant at all he's seen it all and he knows it all and that is ben vegan I'm a real know-it-all when it comes to Babylon 5 and nothing else. I don't How know much anything. does Ben really know, though? I, and well, I'm not just referring to the show. I'm referring to, you know, just life. He's general. seen it all. Well, he's seen it all. I don't all know of he it, knows really. It. Uh, well, all right. that is the premise of the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I do just want to note that uh, typically we record these at a nice comfortable hour, but due to some holiday shenanigans, here we are, wow. Sunday morning, eight a.m. You're the one that, that you're the one. How's everyone that, doing? That's this? making us recorded at eight a.m. How's everyone get the doing? Record this? straight. Sunday How's everyone morning. doing? This fine like, morning. It's everyone's favorite Maroon Five song. That's fine. I'm waking up. I got a big thing of coffee. I got a big thing of water, and I yeah. of course got my third quid. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, let's let's use this opportunity to talk about how San Pellegrino Beverages, one of yeah. our uh, one of our many sponsors. Uh, is a perfect... I'm just thinking about like if I were to drink a San Pell at this hour, I would just feel ill. Like well, it would just make me feel you sick. You always for the feel rest ill. Well, I am well, drinking. Yeah, all those all drinks always do make me feel like shit. Let's put so. the music on. I'm drinking the San Pellegrino Aranciata Organic this fine morning. I'm drinking the same thing I've drink drink the last couple weeks too, and I think this is my last one. Oh, uh, beautiful! Granny and black. I just have I just have coffee and water. Coffee and I, water, I'm, huh? Well, that's why they call you old C and W. Um, many think that San Pellegrino is like an afternoon nap kind of drink because it is very European. But I do want to let our American listeners know that even though the Europeans don't have breakfast, crap. Uh, it works for our American breakfast. So uh, San Pellegrino, pick it up Can't at imagine. your no, local high-end grocery store. Repulsive. Uh, well, was, you know, speaking was, of uh, uh, San Pellegrino, they uh, in San Pellegrino Labs they've uh, premiered a brand new uh, thing uh, called Shawnee. Yes, this is so, very uncomfortable. I just this every time I see one of these links, it just puts me on edge because it's like I don't know whose face I'm going to see. So who got Cameo, into being involved in this? In there's this a show. popular internet service called the Cameo, and it's when they 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 get celebrities. Uh, singers, TV stars, politicians, personalities, uh, to shoot little shout-out videos for you and your friends. Uh, but Sam Pellegrino said, no, no, no. We could do better than that. Instead of celebrities, let's get people from Sean Rose's life. Like, if this is coming from San Pellegrino, because they know that I hate them. And well, they're Ernie Devlin to, knows that I hate him personally. Like, they're trying to get you back so into this the feels, San Pellegrino. This feels yeah, hostile. Like, this, feels, this feels like it's going to start turning into 
threats of some kind. Like, no. it, it feels threatening to me. No. I get a threatening uh, energy from it. When, well, when, no. people, when people I care about are starting no. to get involved, it starts to feel uncomfortable. Well, we'll see how much you care about. Uh, yeah, well, our next, our next I do want to say this okay. is, unfortunately, the last video from the Shawnee-O okay. uh, <laughs> campaign here. All right. Yeah. And oh, what a tragedy. Oh, I'll miss these so bad. San Pellegrino Corporation hopes that the Shawnee-O experiment will return in a big way. All right. This is the last one. Hi, Sean. It's me, Ben. Hey. Uh, so it's you probably just, know hey. me. So it's just uh, Ben. I'm uh, one of the hosts. Uh, so I'm talking to Ben. I'm talking to you right now. So five podcast uh, alongside some others. This is absolutely. Um, uh, but uh, I was worthless. told that you're a big fan, which is great. Uh, I'm really I appreciate not. It. I appreciate all. Uh, not fans. after the, especially not um, after this, Ben. I'm not a big fan. I was also told that today's your birthday. So it's not happy my birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Um, this is and, really uh, bad. Let's see here. What else? Is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's really bad. Sheet? I'm talking. Oh, that is in I was this. told uh, that you're a big fan of racing cars, uh, which, <laughs> if you want my not, candid that, opinion, I find racing. Uh, that's I not find true. cars, honestly, offensive, I think. That uh, the car-centric wow. existence is. Uh, I am not a fan of racing cars. For environment. I, um, I don't know um, where you would have gotten and, that. I think uh, it is. I think you should reconsider. I think that. you are. But. But I think you. I'm not a fan of racing cars. Let that slide uh, because it is your birthday. So happy birthday. So, uh, reconsider. Happy birthday, man. But not too hard because it's your birthday. And. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Oh. And also, you know, be sure to to find. Uh, your salvation, um, you know. <laughs> what is that? Maybe you yeah. crack open the Bible, uh, and and that's yeah. not to you specifically. That's just how I handle all of these. All right, goodbye, everybody. Peace and love to Sean. So this is okay. So there's Peace absolutely nothing. So I want to make. I just want to clarify. What a something. great uh, Sean. I just want to. I just want to clarify something get. really quick. Yeah, I can't believe. So they got the him. last two. I will give you right. at least, I can at least give you a modicum of credit, like the slightest amount. Right. Because they were two people who are not involved in the show who are related to who I care about, which are right. uh, my my sister, Noelle, and my good friend, Rob Schwartz. Yes. Uh, so I, at least I, I can give you, you know, a little bit of credit for that, for, for reaching out to them and having them agree to do this, this horse shit. Mm -hmm. um, but this is just Ben, who I talk to all the fucking time, who is on sure. this call right now, I no. think maybe wearing the same thing. So he may have recorded this nope, maybe nope. right before well, we started this. I'm wearing something different. Okay, 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 fair enough. Uh, oh, did you change your well, shirt. Well, Shawnee-O is uh, from people uh, in Sean Rose's life, and Ben is yeah. from Sean Yeah, but that's, like, dude, that's life, nothing. That's John. not a get. You're already on the show. I, I talk to all the time. So there's no, uh, there's a, I'm not into race cars. Well, I have no interest in listen, race cars I was at just all. reading off of what was on the sheet. Okay, well, the sheet wasn't given to you by me, was it? I was given no. a sheet. Uh, I don't know who gave you the sheet. Who gave you the sheet? Who gave you the sheet? I'm not going to, I am not going to. All right. Okay. So, so, so it I hope miss. Sean, we made it up and I, and I, and it is not my birthday, folks. Sean, my I birthday is May 29th. And I need to clarify this for everyone. My birthday is May 29th, so it is it is it is still like half a year away. I hope you had a great time with these Shawnios. I did. You I had a thoroughly upsetting time uh, um, drinking San Pellegrino. Uh, it was nice seeing Rob and Noel. Beverages. It was not not nice seeing Ben, who I see all the fucking time. Um, on that this was the show. most expensive one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh really? No, I. I How much did you cheap. have to pony up for that? 
Well, don't, uh, don't talk. Don't worry about it. I don't think. Oh God! All right, let's move on from this unpleasantness. I also I have uh, one other thing here. Um, I was left late last night a uh, a voicemail from an unknown number. Um, but I have a feeling like it was to my Babylon Five phone, so I know that it you know it it, yeah, it, it wasn't five. Phone? Yeah, you didn't have a. Sean? I have a phone for all no. the Babylon 5 business I do related I have a, to this podcast. Why do you need a separate phone for that? Mr. Devlin gave me a phone and benefit, so don't worry about it. Yeah, anyway, I, well, nobody gave me a phone. Okay. Anyway, so I got, I got this voicemail, uh, and uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll share it. Hey, it's me, Tom Booker, Jinxo from the Grail. Just calling to ask if the Babylon boys would like to chat sometime. Call me back when you get a chance. Bye. Oh, my God. Well, all right. Well, we've been found out. Do you think he listened to the episode? I don't know. I sure hope so. I uh, All right, yeah. hey, let's uh so are we going to talk to this guy? It's happening. It's next week. Happening. Next All week. Right. Well, <laughs> next Tuesday. Right. We're going to have to face instead our, of uh, whatever Babylon what done and said about Jinxo. Uh it... <sighs> Steve um, uh, specifically cuz Steve was I'm not uh, scared. I'm not harshest, afraid. Uh, Steve expressed his uh, undying hatred for Jinxo. And, Sean, what did you say uh, about him? Uh, <laughs> I said that I loved him and uh, was a big Jinxo fan, and that I hope uh, <laughs> Jinxo finds the holy grail. And I'd right, love to well, see uh, Jinxo 2. Well, I, uh, as ever, I offer no opinion as a longtime fan. Uh, I'm a ne- neutral party in all of these episodes, so uh, I, I hereby declare next week uh oh boy. we will air all right next tuesday we're gonna we're gonna talk to to jinxo and we're gonna get this all, all right. f- this whole grail thing figured out well, he sounds like a very nice guy it's gonna be great so i'm i'm very you know i'm sure uh i'm sure sh- you know i'm sh- i'm sure it'll be great it'll be great so sean i hope you enjoyed that shawnee but uh let's get to the um let's get to the real meat and potatoes here of uh of the last best babylon five podcast i believe we have an episode to discuss. Yeah, this isn't one of our normal episodes where we just talk and, and tell jokes and uh, talk about L.A. traffic. Yeah, no, this one is yeah. about yeah. season two, episode four. Yeah, this is episode yep. four. A distant star. Sorry, I was late to recording this podcast. I was caught in all this L.A. traffic. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really going to ask that we kind of... <laughs> turn down the talk on the la traffic i think it's i think it kind of overtook the last episode and yeah you know and and we've been getting complaints from all the listeners so i really got all your like i don't know i just think i am and i'm sorry to bring this up you know business in the middle of a recording but i just think we we need to be mindful of that and really focus on babylon 5 oh i wish i lived in new york which had public transit but i was caught up in la traffic all right you got to strap in. Uh, so which one of you? I, I am. I'm that? talking and we're talking right, about well, the Distant Star by D.C. Fontana. Then take it away. By D.C. Fontana. D.C. from Washington, D.C. Fontana herself, Dorothy Fontana. This episode uh, has uh, a very interesting guest star who we meet right up at the top. We're going yeah. to uh, check out a ship. It's the Cortez. And uh, it's doing a little repair that we discover later. They're working on a like a a hyperspace gate and we take a look who's this captain of this big big ship 
It's that Dr. Is... Jacoby. Yeah, it's West Side Story's own oh Russ Tamblin. I, you know, and I feel um, I am very embarrassed to admit this. No. But as somebody who, because I saw him and I'm like, oh yeah, Russ, I know him from Twin Peaks and et cetera. Yeah. But I, for some reason, as someone who grew up with West Side Story, the film, and watched it all the, the time. The original. I, the now, original. I somehow did not, out, yeah. I did not grow up with the uh, film that just came out, uh, <laughs> shockingly. Um, I somehow did not make the connection that he was Riff. I don't know how I didn't make this connection. But, there he uh, is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's Riff. He's wearing cowboy boots. He's got, he's rocking a beard. Yeah. He's a bit of a bad boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So him. we got, we got Dr. Kobe, uh, here, Riff himself, uh, Ru Russ Tamblin, uh, and, uh, he's the captain of this here ship, the Cortez. And, uh, he says that he tells, uh, his assistant here that he has a message for John Sheridan. And you take this message exactly. And then oh, yeah. uh then we go over to Babylon five, we're we're in C and C and our old friend Ivanova, she's got her cane. And she uh tells old old uh, Sheridan she's got a message from Captain Maynard, uh that that's uh Lawrence Jacoby from the Cortez, and it's rather rude. It's also written it's, on like a sheet of transparency paper. Yeah. It's like a plastic film that you put on a projector. Uh, what I what she's saying is that this uh, he dictated to his assistant just a string of profanity. Yeah, and then and then it gets very horny. <laughs> oh, gets yeah. very like it's just it's oh, like boy. I've been out on the rim for so long, and I've longed to see you. Oh, going yeah, crazy out there on the rim yeah the um rim. lots of rim talk today he's and a then, rim boy. Uh, we discover we discover that he calls sheridan swamp rat yeah which is a, a, a pretty name. rad name that's how you know it's an old friend yeah yeah swamp rat. it's uh he's an old friend and a wet one um <laughs> and one. uh they the the old cortez it's a a, a deep exploration ship it's an explorer ship and uh, it needs to be re resupplied. They sent the Babylon 5 a huge requisition uh, list. And we see it uh, jump in. It's the first explorer ship to come to B5. And it is enormous. Gigantic. And it looks like a Kinex model. It does look very much like a Kinex model. Um, and for scale, we get to see a t like a Star Fury fly by it. And it's it's quite tiny. So It even has... Now. And then later we see here? it... Next to the Babylon Five, and it's am like, I wrong? It ha it seems to have its own theme song. Like it has a little da, triumph music da, da, that da, da. I don't think I've heard before. I think it does have its own theme song, doesn't it? Yeah, they just want us to know the Cortez is not effing around. It's not, and Sheridan. Around. You're right. Sorry, is I'm not all smiles. Sheridan, listen. You know, we we got him sad uh, one week with his sister. Last week we saw yeah. him mad at Londo. This week, we see him glad yeah, at the explorer ship. All right, so uh, now uh, the the opening Rip Wanderers. Did wow. they have a different voiceover in this episode? It sounded a little bit tighter. I thought maybe it sounded Did a they? little bit different too, but yeah, I, I, I could be wrong. I have, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm getting more used to it. Like I could honestly just be getting more used to it, but it sounded better this episode. So maybe I thought maybe it sounded a little bit different, uh, but I could be wrong. So okay, so I will tell you that uh, they. So according to the Lurker's Guide, um, they uh, for the first couple episodes they recorded. uh, They used. Uh, a record that uh, Bruce Boxleitner did very quickly without seeing the video. Like the video wasn't prepared for it yet. Sure. So he didn't get to actually talk and see the visuals and kind of time out his cadence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then they, they added in a, another one. I always thought that they went back and re-edited that original one in. I never actually, I guess I didn't pay close enough attention. So uh, then, yeah, this is, this might be the, the, uh, the corrected uh, version of the yeah. The, I the, I thought it was version. better, but maybe again I might just be getting used to it. But at, all the check. same, I gotta compare. All the same, it's no Sinclair, and I do miss my Wanderers. Um, we, just not the same. It's okay. I mean, you know, we remember Sinclair every week with yeah. uh, the it's, Sex Man Award. Uh, I Jeffrey remember him Sinclair. every day in my dreams. And Keffer dream. better be in this episode, is what I wrote down. I I got fantastic. Yeah, well, we got some good news. Uh, God, we'll we'll have, I'll have some words about Keffer later. All right, uh, wanderers, wanderers, are rest in peace, wanderers. Rest okay. in peace, wanderers. Uh, so now, uh, we're now we see the Cortez as I said next to the uh next to Babylon Five. I keep saying the Babylon Five. I just say, it should say Why Babylon not? Five. Sure, it's, it's it is um, the Babylon Five. Uh, and uh. Again, like you know, I heard that the ba- the Babylon Five, Jesus Christ, the Babylon Five is, uh, like five miles long. Cortez is that means the Cortez must be like five miles long. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's huge. All right, yeah. so now we see Jack this Maynard. He's got a dump truck up in space. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. now we got uh Jack and Sheridan, uh, and they're they're catching up. They spent two years mapping sex, Sector 900. Sector. Sexter. Sexter. Uh, they were, and then they were called back to do a repair on a gate, which is what we saw them uh, do in the beginning. We see Delenn, our friend. She shows up, and she says uh, she wants to have a meeting of the council to discuss Sector 19, another interesting sector. There's a lot of very interesting sectors on the show. 19 and yeah. 500 are among... Yeah. Or 900 are among my favorite sectors. Th- this is agree. the first time we've seen Delenn since the transformation episode, right? I don't think she yeah, she's just strong. Yeah, I don't think because we had her show up at the end of that episode, and I don't think we. Yeah, she wasn't in the last one, I don't think. Yeah, she 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 didn't hang out. Um, yeah, with uh, the mind freaks. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, the mind. Um. So, Maynard no. turns uh to to Sheridan and goes. Man, she looks like a freak. Yeah, what the fuck is going on with her? That's yeah. that's fucked up, man. It was just what like, a what freak. The fuck? That's weird. Um, which is a very kind thing to do. Uh, yeah, just a very sweet thing. When you're hanging out with aliens, you walk by an alien, then you go, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> weird. Dude, this, this episode. Shit. Weird. Just... Aliens are weird. Him in particular, Maynard. Like, there, there's some level of it's like. This is a weird world where weird things happen, and I always get kind of like annoyed when when on like a, a show like this, people are like, "It's weird." 
Yeah, it's like haven't they been living with aliens for a while now? It's like I feel like you get like well, maybe well, they, they, but they've the, never seen them the in Bari and they were at war with them. Maybe that's yeah, the point. So. Maybe that's yeah, the point that they see yeah, this is crazy so stuff all the time. This is even stranger than that. I'm in Bari with hair. Are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah. They were at war. They almost eradicated the Earthers. Um so anyway, so now we got more of a walk and talk uh yeah. with with them. And uh Sheridan like he's like so what the fuck happened to that to her and uh sheridan's like well you know she's like half human or whatever uh but you know the minbari never tell you the whole truth um and uh maynard uh begins yeah something that he kind of starts uh in this episode and then kind of drops later which is uh he uh it's not even joking he's just a dick to sheridan for working at b5 it's like, yeah. oh yeah, this is a pretty nice place. Yeah, uh, it kind of sucks for a cool guy like you. <laughs> like he's just nagging. This is a nice place for a loser. Yeah. If I was a piece of shit, Did, I would was, like. Was there a um? I'm trying to remember this, but was was there a character that was like this for for uh for um Sinclair? Ch- Sinclair. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember. I like, don't think there was. What was? No, there... everyone loves Sinclair. Uh, well, yes, but I was just. I'm well, he had to more enemies. Like that were trying to get him out he was very ensconced also i think the point is is that sheridan is is new so he could easily be have his mind moved on how he feels about this still at this point since it's yeah. still like maybe been a month or whatever i don't know if we get the time uh but it, it's still pretty early for him whereas yeah, I don't like think anyone is trying Sinclair, to get... in the first season he'd been doing it for like a year over a year yeah yeah and as you know, if you're doing anything for a year, you're doing you're it in. for life. Yeah. That's, well, that's true. Like if you do something case, for one but... year, you're doing it for life. That's why I stop everything at 364 days. Just a heads up. <laughs> heads up. Just a heads up. Just a heads up. If I, if, uh, unless I want to do it forever. Anyway, that's just a little thing. If if you're a younger person that's listening to this podcast, um, yeah, it's just a little. You a little better not be. I, this podcast. This is for mature. This is a PG thirteen. This is all right. So no, now to we me, get this is twenty five plus. So now we get a uh, our our main B plot here, which is uh, uh the Doctor Franklin uh plot, which is uh so oh now this is a Franklin. This is, is one. A... This is one hell of a B plot. Folks. Yeah, this is. Now, I'm, I'm saying this, is... this. This is off the chain. If you can imagine the most B of B plots that you could possibly imagine, this is mm-hmm. up there. This this one they're they're not holding back with this one. Uh, Doctor Franklin is uh, having one of his many check ins <laughs> with uh, Garibaldi, who, uh, as you may recall, he was shot in the back uh, because he didn't listen to Walker Smith. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was his fatal mistake. Walker, yeah. Garibaldi says yeah. to to Franklin, "I eat what I want when I want," because Franklin here is telling him. You gotta watch what you're eating. Yeah, this Which, Franklin's like, come on, I'm a doctor here, and it's it's like ever since you've been shot, you really need to to be oh, very man. careful with your health, uh, and you you you, you gotta eat better. And uh, Garibaldi is like, oh no, you're telling me all this when I'm going to make some of my favorite Italian dish, bagnacotta. I'm making an Italian dip, doctor. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Doctor Bonyakada. Yeah, 
And it's, I, wasn't uh, sure, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what this was. I've had it's, some. I've, I've I've had I've had it. It's very very good. I'm sure. It's I mean, good. I bet it's good. It's just butter and oil, it, right? It sounds good. I'd probably like it. And just, anchovies. I think yeah. before yeah. you described what it was, I thought it was maybe like a pasta or something. I I've had but, it uh, as a, essentially as a I mean, like yeah, a pasta sauce. Also, pasta is also can, good. Yeah. Uh, but it's a dip in. It's a little bit of an Italian dip. It's just a little dip. And. Uh, uh, Franklin's like, all right, well, olive oil, butter, and anchovies, all three of those are things that are not on your diet anymore, yeah. buster. Fuck you. And he gives I'm him the a... doctor. It's diet time. Yeah. It's diet you know, time. Uh, you know what Garfield says about diets. A good lunch includes one serving from each of the four basic food groups. Pasta, cheeseburger with fries, chocolate cake, and more pasta. This what is, does he say about this? This is literally. I I will say this, and I and I mean it. This B plot with Doctor Franklin feels like something you could have gotten in Garfield. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of, of, of well, course. you think uh, well, the, get... the vet would have uh, given both John and Garfield, yes! and Odie yeah. a diet? Yes, because the vet is Liz, who is yeah, now well... John's beautiful girlfriend. Liz Their girlfriends like, now? What, when are they getting married? The uh, hopefully soon. That'll be the event, event of the Sunday papers. What if she gets <laughs> married to Garfield? Well, that's Steve. You have to save that up. for your uh, your your hidden notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> I I just want to say and um and bug us uh, on our our social if you want to see it. Steve drew one of the most disturbing Garfield comics. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, of all time. So. Uh, this is, I'm not going to post it because I, I won't yeah. remember it. So or it's up to you, the listener. Or even describe it. It's very harass, To harass you me. You got to find it. It's uh, on it's social media. Uh, on, body uh, horror. On LastFest B5 on Instagram and Twitter. Anyway, uh, so Franklin gives him a list of foods he has to avoid. And then probably a shorter list of foods that he shouldn't avoid. Huh? So now Garibaldi has to eat his damn vegetables. I damn vegetable and uh garibaldi's like all right i got a, a, a diet franklin says no you have a food plan a little you know this is kind of your classic humor of uh a little bit of a just some lightness for everybody so okay now i want to know because i know that you two were listening for it as well at the conclusion of this scene when garibaldi walks out and he accidentally in you know quotes left the papers with the the food plan on it did you hear a little comedy tinkle folks i heard did you hear a little comedy tinkle? this is not the only time in this episode it's a light touch Jerry, i heard a little bit so oh. tiny mr garibaldi you'll be needing these and mr garibaldi i will be monitoring you closely just it's a, a little tiny comedy tinkle. Comedy. JMS. <laughs> He's got a baseball bat now. JMS is asleep at the, the music at the guys button. Thing. Oh, hey, JMS. Smash. JMS is, Smash. is asleep right now, so the music guy is like, all right, I'm going to sneak in a little comedy. Just a little comedy. There's a couple things in this episode. What I tell you? What I tell you? There's a couple the things in this episode that he let slip that yes. thing that slipped by. Yes, uh, like I noticed that. And then moment. one other thing we'll we'll talk about. Uh, a this big, is a serious show. This, this is episode, a serious show. This we don't episode. have comedy music. Don't have comedy music. What do you? We don't want people laughing here. What do you think? Are you gonna laugh? 
You think this is funny? Yeah, oh, oh Jameis, I'm so sorry. You think like this grab, is funny? Grabs him by the back of the neck. He's like, <gasps> we want people to think about things watching this show. This is, now, this is weird. When, when JMS grabbed him, he looked him right in the eye and he said, you know what you're going to do? You're going to respect my authority. Yeah. Wow, mixing, crossing mixing. the streams. Cheesy poop. <laughs> They're all coming out this morning. And uh, when, uh, you know, this is what we get when we get John early in the coffee's morning. Hitting. The coffee's hitting. Uh, yeah, and we also, um, th- this, like... <laughs> This this B plot. Anyway, I will, I will, we'll, we'll get right. to yeah, it. There's, there's so like, much yeah. more. We'll okay, so Sheridan. A little bit of fun. We're in his little it's house. It's just a little fun. We're in Sheridan's house. Sheridan explains what was going on in the first episode of the season. Because the thing is, is that this wasn't streaming. People might have missed it. So he goes over everything that happened in the first episode of the season. We don't have to worry about that. It takes about an hour. And then um, uh, Maynard says, you know, that's pretty cool. But I always figured we'd be having this talk out there on the rim somewhere and you know here's the thing like uh you know russ 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 tamblin you know he was in uh the original uh wayside story and he was in uh, wayside story i didn't know he was a millennial west side story wayside story what wayside i he was in the original wayside school (laughs) he was in the wayside books (laughs) yeah he was in the wayside i didn't catch him school books he did a lot of singing and dancing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah remember were, that was those uh, books the, were wacky as hell. The, the, the wayside, uh, he, uh, wayside story. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> about the interracial those, yeah. uh, relationship between two uh, kooky students on a in a elementary school that's thirty stories tall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pretty wacky. That was the same guy who wrote Holes, right? Yeah, Lu- Louis Sackar, yeah. I think. Yeah, or that guy. Like that. that guy rules. Anyway. Hey. Anyway, so yeah, anyway, I, I, I just stepped on my own joke. Anyway, he was Riff in Wayside Story, and <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, he was uh, in all that other shit, Twin Peaks. I didn't know he was a millennial because I he can't stop talking about rims. Yeah, he loves. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, he's he's like, it. all I. <laughs> oh God! Wants... Listen, me. it was hey. an easy joke, and I took God, it. God bless you. All right. Us millennials, God we love you. our rims. We love our rims. Our rims. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm just sitting there watching this episode and laughing to myself about all the rimming jokes I'm going to get to do the next day. Well, it's rim time. Folks. Remember, this all is right. a 25 plus podcast. Yeah, you, have to be, you have to be of uh, the age to rent a car in the United States. And so Sheridan offers a defense uh, that he. Uh, he isn't into rimming, um, and uh, he says, listen, I, I'm here I, where I can make a difference. And uh, Maynard says, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can make a difference tied to a desk. Whoa. And then he, he basically, you know what he basically, you know what he basically said? What? Basically that you can make a difference for me to poop on. Hey. <laughs> hey, come on, folks. It's the just hand. a Sean, folks, the coffee hit. Well, folks. It's just a joke. It's just for fun. Sean, please don't be offended. And like, I know people, people are, are going to be upset signing by off that. in droves. Um, please, we're like, going to have on. to put the sticker on this one. It's parental advisory. <laughs> parental advisory. Twenty five plus. Is gonna be you so have to be old off. enough uh, to rent a car in the United States to listen to this podcast. All right. <clears throat> so now we've got a uh, Garibaldi and Sheridan. Garibaldi is talking about all these complaints from shopkeepers in the Zocalo. Oh, this, I love this scene, but. Uh, 
Sheridan says what we're all saying. I don't give a shit about the, this penny ante garbage. That's not my that's not yeah. my thing. I'm, I up. care more about the big fucking picture. Stay tuned. Yeah. And Time of reckoning. Um, Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> What is that a reference to? Sheridan's like, I've ate 30 pizzas in 40 days. Stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, we <laughs> Something's up with these last two. We're really losing our fucking minds. All right. That's what happens. And, uh, uh, and yeah, Sheridan says, listen, this is, this is penny ante bullshit that I don't give a shit about. Uh, smell you later. Yeah, then says, he walks just, out. He's like, "Do do your job, and then tell me when it's done." You download dirty I, yeah, dog. Yeah, he absolutely uh, fucking just open palm slap to Garibaldi <laughs> here, and I gotta respect him for it. I was very <laughs> excited to see this. Sheridan just absolutely not. He's like Garibaldi. I don't fucking give a shit. You're just do your a fucking damn job. Low down I don't know what the other. Dog. I don't know what the last guy did. That guy, I guess, was your friend. I'm your fucking boss. Get to work. <laughs> you yeah, shit. Awesome. I love it. Great. You know what? My my respect for Sheridan just, uh, just shot up. Shot up so high. God bless him. All right. So now we're in Earhart's, the cool place where all the the cool fly jockeys. Man, their money's worth oh. with this set. Oh God. Here we and, go. And and guess who's there? Guess who's there? It, it, they uh, remembered him. Our our yeah, hot finally. shot. Our hotshot himself, the sec the the sexiest beast on Babylon Five. Maybe yeah, will he be off? the sex man of season two? I don't know. They called him off the bench. They're like, Keffer, get in there. Oh boy. And we've got <laughs> Maynard, Sheridan, Keffer, Ivanova, and uh some guy who we later some discover guy. is uh uh the uh commander of like the, the flight squadron, like Zeta, Zeta squadron, squadron or whatever. Um and he's got a a very big and pronounced mustache. It's a and cool look. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut this right now. It's very funny because the the guy in the mustache, uh, whose name uh, we get later, where, what was uh, Ray Gallus. Yeah, Ray Gallus. Thank you. Um, he gets more lines than Keffer. Than Keffer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're right. Which is so funny. Yes. Like he I, does. I I understand kind of why they they did that we'll get to it but yeah just, this guy gets he's like i just he gets more lines than keffer are there in keffer the keffer C plot. I, again uh, i don't know keffer <laughs> I, I don't know if keffer becomes a beloved character like if he gets a lot of development well, i'm i listen i'm and, kef pilled so i ben is kef pilled and ben yeah. is keeping a keeping his lips sealed on this uh which which we appreciate because i wouldn't want to want to ruin yeah, i don't this. want to know this i, I have not been we have not yet been mobbed by any keffer stands for our controversial right Keffer. yeah takes. well we the the kef pilled are very chill so so i don't know i feel like the, i don't know I, I don't know i don't know anyway continue yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll, out what's going on with this this episode character. has an interesting trajectory for for old old warren keffer our, our old favorite character yeah wk as he's known uh, so anyway, um, they're all trading old space tales. They're and, busting uh, balls. May Maynard uh, begins a new tale. He starts talking about uh, 
uh, you know, the rim, one, uh, hey. a subject he won't shut up about. The rim. The rim. Um, He's a rimmer. Ivanova asks him, hey, is there any truth to all the stories about something being <laughs> out there in, in hyperspace? Very, uh, yeah. Very um, subtle way of telling the audience yeah. that we will be seeing something in it in hyperspace yeah. later. And in fairness, she does. She's like, there was a story in Universe Today, and there was. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It's true. Earlier. In Universe yeah. Today. In Universe Today, if you if you're freeze framed, you, you can read if it. You put this if you record Universe this Today on, on standard play on your VHS. You could have seen it. Nice. It clear. was there. Yeah. Anyway, it was there. And um. Uh, Maynard's like, uh, yeah, there's something out there, and it's stranger than any of us can imagine. Ba -ba -bum. Um, and so now we get another Sheridan Maynard walk and talk, Classic. and uh, they're hanging out, oh, and yeah. they they say, and Sheridan asks, "Were you serious uh, when you said you saw something out there, or were you just busting balls? Because you are a ball buster. You are a, a real ball of, buster. Of a ball buster. You're a bit of a buster. He's a ball buster rabbit. Um, and uh, Maynard says, you know what? No, I wasn't being bees. I saw something once. Not out in hyperspace, but out on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> out on the and, rim. Uh, I was getting rammed on the rim, and I saw something pretty wild. He's like, I was I was at this eyes wide shut party mm -hmm. in sector eight five seven, one of my least favorite sectors. Rim, and we were away from the Cortez on a scout ship, and I saw something weird. It was black against space. I could only see it because it blotted out the stars behind it, and it was. B -b 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 big and then he turned to ask the person he was flying with if he saw it and when they looked again it was g -g 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 gone <gasps> whoa, whoa. whoa. <gasps> wild and, and what? Says, this is the second time i've heard about something like that which is another Sounds case like of it. it's like looking at the audience and saying like this is listen, we remember continuity you know we, we remember we, nerds we know that this is an episode that isn't going to be considered one of, of the you, big plot episodes, but it has important character All of you on the Usenet groups, shut the fuck up. We remembered it. Don't want to hear you pointing out the plot holes. And then uh, Maynard says, it was there. And it was real. And it was weird. <laughs> and, it was and it was hot. Yeah. So now we, we get uh, Garibaldi haggling with Orwell at yeah, the docks. Orwell, this, this guy. Uh, character this, this is, I, this is guy, very excited to be on I, camera. I love this guy. Uh, he's, I didn't, yeah, he's, he's I didn't a look natural. Him up, I love but, this guy uh, he really, because he really he's, turns up his performance. Uh, so I love this guy because he's, he's, trying, he's ripping off Garibaldi. So God bless him. Another yeah. character who is giving Garibaldi shit. Yeah, he's no, haggling with it. this this yeah. freight guy. I don't know yeah. what. It, but let that's... me let me look up. I gotta look up this actor because he really, I mean, he really he turns it up. Yeah, he he made he made it work for the very brief period for this kind of thankless role. 
Yeah, he's, uh, Miguel uh, A. Nunez Jr. Yeah. And let's uh, take a look at him on Pretty IMDb. Let's, let's see. Let's take a look. Any, uh, any anime. Any, any anime, anime credits. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't feel like his, Does his, this guy... his particular menu of talents would be good at anime. Yeah, maybe. All right, so but you never know. He's got a pretty... He's been a busy boy. Um, he's right. been, a busy, he's been a busy boy. I don't know. I'm trying to see if he has any like big. He's been he's, a busy, a busy bee. He's in. Um, I mean, he's just in a shitload of stuff. He's in Street Fighter the movie. Okay. Wow. Cool. Um, wait, wait. Who was he in Street Fighter the movie? It says DJ, which I assume he's just a DJ in it. Um. Well, no, no DJ. I mean, DJ is is a DJ. fighter in Street Fighter. All right, so maybe he's. So I, maybe I, he I was don't... DJ. DJ is it D E E J A Y? It is. There you All go. Right, there yeah, he was there. one of the extra fighter. fighters in Super Street Fighter Two. He was a regular in Joey. Oh, Whoa! okay. Or at that least he's in is, 16 episodes of Joey. That is a he hung out with Joey. Feather in his goddamn cap. He hung out with Joey. How many of us can say we hung out with Joey Tribbiani? I, didn't, I would love to hang out with Joey Tribbiani. He's uh it looks My like he's got a, a, a regular recurring role in a TV show called The Family Business, which I'm not familiar with, but wow. it looks like it's still on the air. Right. Um, I'm giving you the family business. He's got like uh, just on his IMDb, oh. he's got a list of, a huge list of things that are in pre-production, filming, and post-production. This he's guy, a busy he's, boy. He's oh, out there. Cool. He's 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 making it happen. That's Good. Cool. But no, he's but got no, a movie uh, uh, but coming no anime, out. No anime credits. That no, uh, not that I could see, but no, I didn't look okay. very close. That's but true. he he is in a movie called The Drone That Saved Christmas. That's uh, coming out. That um, sounds great. Oh, okay, well that sounds incredible. That sounds uh, the amazing. drone. He's going to be uh, a tech executive creates a superior drone that saves Christmas around the world. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> is the tech executive uh, Santa Claus? <laughs> uh, well, oh, oh, I, I guess oh. you'll have to watch. I've started using drone technology. Uh, the Family fun. Business is a uh, is a uh, BET Plus uh, great. show. Oh, yeah, great. I guess they have a stream. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. All right. Anyway, well, so yeah, he's uh, yeah, well, thank he you, really uh, turns it up for his tiny little role in this. He makes quite an impact for this one. He did. Character. He did a good job. He and, makes a meal of it. And, he, he's and really you can see uh, he's still working. He's still out there. Yeah, good for him. I, he's know, got it. Know. Good for him. He's got it. Anyway, so uh, Garibaldi's talking to Orwell on the docks, and um, he's trying to to. I you know I think the comedy of the scene right is it. <laughs> it sounds like Garibaldi <laughs> is trying to get this guy to smuggle drugs or, or something or weapons for him, right? or something yeah, yeah. and yes. then yeah uh, or weapons the or, or something and then and then like the whoop-dee-doo of it is then it's like it's actually he's trying to get olive oil and I, butter i will say chubbies. it's so strange in this episode because i feel like the a plot i won't spoil it but the a plot later on kind of gets into more serious territory and then it yeah. keeps cutting back to uh garibaldi trying to smuggle in olive oil and they, uh it's so weird they it's, treat it like a mystery though it's just yeah. like what is he what is this mysterious you, you can thing? tell he's immediately like, what he's doing of course he's trying to get stuff to make his he's italian dip because we just saw the scene where he was talking with franklin who wouldn't let him have his banya cauda the man wants his italian dip he wants his dip that sounds good God. maybe i'll make that shit tonight hey and he, yeah it. it's weird it was weird that garibaldi grabbed this guy and he goes i need my dip yeah they, <laughs> they should have 
Uh, what if, DC what if Warhol became the new chief of security? After okay, that would be that would be, be great. That would be great. I would love that. And then, but he keeps Lou. Um, so oh, thank God. <laughs> well, of course he would. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Orwell gives him the business, and uh, yeah. Garibaldi says him uh, he'll give him a bonus for it, and then he tells him also don't mention this to Doctor Franklin, which is also. When would Orwell go up? It's like, hey, uh, Doctor Franklin. <laughs> yeah, why? Why would he mention anything to Doctor Franklin? There's a interesting hey, a shipment of <laughs> olive guy. oil, but I just need you to. I need to keep you uh, abreast of. Uh, I maybe see you maybe twice a year, uh, yeah. but I wanted to let you know that yeah. Garibaldi wants some freaking butter. Uh, so, <laughs> meanwhile, now we get more of the B plot. We see Franklin and Sheridan. And Franklin uh, delivers a little bad news uh, for Sheridan's body bit image. Of an ego, yeah, bit of an ego blow. Uh, he gained ten pounds. <gasps> time to time to hit the 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 gym. Time to hit the gym, man. Time to to. Here's a list of foods. Weight gain equals less healthy. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the math. That's how it that's works. The math. Yeah. Hit the gym. Um, it's just and, how it works. Uh, Franklin uh, gives him also a list of foods he wants him to uh, avoid, and then he's foods. just giving everyone lists. What the this heck? Fucked up. He you kinda, know, here's I, the thing about Franklin. I call know. him the David Letterman of <laughs> yeah. Babylon Five. I will because he uh, loves lists. The, the I will give ten. I will give Franklin credit in this episode. I feel like he was having. You can tell he's having a good time doing this. But Sometimes it feels good to give your friends the business. He seems to really yeah, not just that I would know anything about that. Making his making his. <laughs> I, I like the like um the this is a thing you see in shows a lot yeah. like the cartoony diet like you have to right. stop eating the foods you like you must eat leaves <laughs> like well and, and that's, that's always the, the, what the diet so is also his diet is just salads and yeah. Franklin says to him or uh, Sheridan says to Franklin rather this is rabbit food yeah, <laughs> yeah he doesn't like, uh, to quote the meme he doesn't want to eat his damn vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> um i love this too because this was yeah. this was unprompted uh <laughs> dr franklin did this on his own it's did not he? like sheridan well, well, like... at the end of the garibaldi scene he says yeah. this Does gives he... me an excuse yeah. to talk to all the senior <laughs> yeah. leaders very about, funny. about their fat this asses. is very funny about that dr franklin is like you know what fuck it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just calling y'all i'm gonna make y'all eat leaves and i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna say that you can't eat your favorite foods it's gonna be fun for me yeah, Frank Franklin is is just gonna. This was yeah. this was this was God not a physical Franklin that all the officers had to do. This was just like I'm gonna go to your house and tell you to yeah. eat leaves. This is big big respect to Doctor Franklin. He's just having fun <laughs> this episode. Frank Franklin's a busybody, and I like it. Yeah. Um, Sheridan's so, fucking mad. He's like, I don't want to eat this. Yeah, Sheridan's trash. pissed off. Well, Sheridan <laughs> asks you. the question that you just asked, Steve. He's like, Why yeah. the fuck are you telling me this? Uh, I'm like, why, and why are you why saying am I here? Me? And this isn't Franklin, what I, I, I'm not even having my yearly physical. What is this? Why do you call me into your office, doctor? <laughs> and, um, I need you to eat some rabbit food. And uh, Fr Franklin says, well, a doctor and his patient are a team, aren't they? And Sheridan gives him a little whoop-de-doo, and I paid attention uh, very closely. I turned up the volume. Uh, Since we're a team, how about you do the diet part? No comedy music. No comedy yeah, music. Okay, yeah. all right. Which yeah. is and interesting. I did think it was it's very inconsistent. Um, There's... Some of these, there's a couple, have a little, a little, yep. and then some yeah. of them don't. No, this didn't, yeah. And they're very quiet. I will like, say, I thought it was Frank also uh, so tempted. It was a, it was a weird tone shift. I thought for after, uh, 
uh, Franklin set the line about we are a team, aren't we? That Sheridan just like it was like a ten minute uh, seg- segment of Sheridan just destroying everything in the room and screaming, <laughs> and he was like actually frothing from the mouth. It's I like just, the end of uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. He like racks, Citizen Kane. He racks it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was weird, uh, but I guess we'll move on from that. Well, you know, Sheridan is still new, and he yeah. wanted to demonstrate to uh, Franklin who's the alpha male. Yeah, he has to show off his his incredible power. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, now we get uh, Delenn uh, with uh, Minbari uh, Tarun, or Tehran? Tehran, I believe, Tehran. yes. And uh, Tehran uh, has been delegated by all the, the Minbari on the Babylon 5 uh, to... to uh, tell Delenn what Maynard said at the beginning. So see, look, it was you know, contra what I was complaining about earlier. Like, it, it is weird to even the Minbari. Uh, they they, yeah. they say to her, uh, you're not, we're worried about, we don't know if we, you can represent us on Babylon 5 because we feel like you're not one of us anymore. Yeah. Delenn says, I'm more one of you than I've ever been, more than you'll ever know. This was interesting to me because this is bare, like, this is like a hint of a C-plot. It's like the flavoring in yeah, this is, my It's my just quarantine. a little dash of a C plot. There's a um, lot going on and then and then this. And then uh, but uh Delenn, we don't get too much of the story, but it's interesting to me that they had that DC Fontana gets this plot. Um because she's the the person that wrote like the uh, the better like kind of Spock struggles with yes. his two halves. Plots yeah, she wrote. In, she wrote a POS. lot of the definitive Spock stuff, and yes. so I assume this this had to have been intentional that she got this scene uh, to write. Maybe, maybe not, but I would assume that they were like, "Well, she's the, we the, the person." Here. Yeah, she did the 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 torn between two planets. DC was like, uh, "Hey, do you have a Spock on this show?" Yeah, we kind of got a Spock. Can I? Right. Can you write a Spock yeah. scene, please? Yeah. So essentially, they have uh, like a, a scene uh, where he's like, "I don't know, if we can trust you anymore," and she's like, "You can trust me." And then he says, "Well, I don't know. I'm going to send someone well, to go to the Great Council. I don't know. I don't know if I could trust you. You got that long, luxurious hair. Yeah, that long, luxurious hair." And uh, she says, "I don't object. Uh, go, go tattle on me to the Great Council. See what they say. Yeah, do what you yeah, want. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Get the, the fuck out. It's kind of weird. She did. She did the DX chop. Yeah, <laughs> said suck it. Thought it was a little unusual, but you know, so, little, rude. this a episode rude took a lot of weird uh, liberties, and you know, it's fine. So now we have. Uh, we're back comfortably to the B plot. We have Ivanova and Franklin, and guess what." Uh, was like, oh no! She's like, not me, not me. No, I'm like, in prime me. shape. I'm, I'm ripped as fuck. I work out. I don't need jack shit. I'm doing everything great. And guess what? She needs more nope. weight. She needs uh, a lot. She's there's a lot of deficiencies like calcium and iron. Oh my god! She needs this motherfucker milk. is. Get this this motherfucker Franklin is getting horny off of making people eat what he wants, and it's all rabbit food. Well, no, this isn't uh, rabbit food. He wants this her one to. Is, I, I he know wants this her is to bulk up. He wants her I, to I, even carbo load. This uh, is yeah, he's yeah, I I know, but still, he's 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 having fun. This makes him feel this makes him feel strong. And Ivanova is like, listen, I'm gonna gain weight with your 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 diet. And he says food tough plan. shit. 
and he says it will be it will be brief and then she makes a joke about expanding borders or whatever who cares and then yeah that joke was a bit oh, that, of was a, uh, that was that was a labored joke figures all my life i fought against imperialism now suddenly i am the expanding russian frontier but with very nice borders <laughs> It was, it was not good. That was a um, labor joke. Like, they you know, sometimes... People for a punch-up. Could have needed a punch-up. All right, well, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one needed a punch-up. Sorry, uh, Dorothy. Uh, that one needed uh, a punch-up. Dorothy? Needed it just needed a punch-up. Punch just a little punch-up. Just uh, send it to the punch-up artists, okay? Okay. Don't worry, they'll fix it for you. Okay. Do, 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 do. Um, okay. So uh, now we have Maynard and Sheridan. Maynard, uh, uh, they're having a little bit of a walk and talk. He's going to be leaving. Uh, Maynard says, I'll see you again, Sheridan, in a few years, just like in Twin Peaks. There's yep. a little, a little, little reference. reference for us. It is happening Twin again. <laughs> Sure. This was the Twin Peaks reference. Yeah. And um, Sheridan says, I wish I was going with you. He's so Out horny. He's like, oh, he's so horny for adventure. He's like, God damn, I wish I was a, you. Oh, I'm going crazy out there. Ah! I'm, the, I'm going crazy out there on the rim. And then uh, Maynard decides after teasing and being mean to Sheridan for the whole rest of the episode, Maynard's like, actually, it's really boring and stupid. <laughs> no, too late, buddy. Actually, sucks. I, this was stupid. This is actually this is, like, I, I thought this was it's just like you can't you can't switch speeds like this and then And then he compliments he's like, Hey, by the way, Babylon Five is pretty cool. So uh It's it's like when you see like an insult comic and then at the is... end of the show they're like, But actually I just want y'all to know that uh you know, uh we had a lot of fun here, but uh I actually love all of you and this is now, how see, I express my love. And I want you all to know that I love that you. I don't appreciate this. This is Don Rickles slander and I will not accept <laughs> it on this podcast. It Go reminds fuck me of mouth. um uh Flexo on Futurama. <laughs> yeah, he's Flexo. Who would be like Well, that's eight hours. Yeah, eight hours is solid boredom. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. You're a wonderful man. Man, you're a real piece of shit. Just kidding. You're pretty cool. All right, I'm going to go. Eh, I'm just kidding. There's just a lot of that. Like, ah, wow. just, just kidding. Wow. So he leaves, um, and it's pretty wild that they got this guest star, and he's out in, uh, before even the middle of the episode. Would so. you say that Maynard, he has to be the strange man, right? I mean, I guess. He's not I that feel strange, like we're not, I guess kinda, that's strange. I guess. Like, Jacoby is strange. He's not that strange. To me, Warren Keffer is still the strange man. Who even knows what that guy's deal is? We just had the king of all strange men in the last episode. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, everyone that was is... a that was a definitive uh, strange man, like season one styled strange man. In, in fairness, though, mage. Sheridan calls Maynard. Uh, he says, as Garibaldi says, that's a load of horse hockey. Yeah, he calls him out. Yeah, and horse hockey wow. is a feature term. That's why we don't yeah. say it that much anymore. Yeah. Horse um, hockey. And Maynard uh, says, sometimes it comes to you. Wait here. Uh, and then uh, uh, Maynard uh, gets buzzed by his exo to do paperwork. Interesting. He said Sher Sheridan always had to do paperwork. That's whatever. Uh, oh. And then um, he exits, and Sheridan looks sad. And the Cortez leave. Yeah, goodbye, Cortez. Sheridan goes to the CNC, and he's hoping. And uh, he, he asks the Bonaba, may I? And he Could gives I him the clear box? to jump. Da, da, Cortez leaves. 
Bye. So now we have uh, our, our next scene. We're in Sheridan's office, and Ivanova is sitting well, with him, and it's she's a telling him about some minor diplomatic thing that she has to deal with. The Takati ambassador objects to having uh, their their house next to the stinky Pakmara, who yeah, are well, our favorite the corpse, aliens, the corpse boys. Yeah, and uh, she's like, and they do stink. They um, smell like shit. And uh, he says, uh, and we all have worked in, in customer uh, uh, service, uh, yeah. so we, we know what this is like. He demands to speak to the manager. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good so, move. It's a good move. It's a good um, move. Probably means Sheridan, Sheridan's like, all right. You know what? Uh, just switch. Have them switch with the buy. That's as far as I'm going to swap them. And he's yeah, really I, I pissy. He, he, he's I'm he's very petulant he's in a sour mood yeah. he's very petulant in the scene yeah. and uh ivanova says may i speak uh frankly she says uh you haven't been yourself since you you saw dr uh lawrence dr. Jacoby. uh jake jacoby dr jacoby um could i could i listen to your uh your could i see your secret diary that uh you recorded for him do you have any rants that you'd like to shoot my way yeah and he uh, says, uh, and this, I thought this was strange. He looked right at her, Sheridan looked right at her and said, I don't want to work. I want to bang on the drum all day. Sure. That's strange. And then yeah. Sheridan is, he's, he's mad that he's commanding a city in space. I, I wasn't trained for this. I have to constantly deal with petty shit like Garibaldi. This is all <laughs> trivia. <laughs> And he oh, points at his I hate that I have to work with this asshole with Garibaldi. I don't like this guy. Uh, and Ivanova says, listen, you know. We all hate Garibaldi. Run on details. The Babylon 5 doesn't work the same way. You've had to deal with crew scrabble, scrabbles. Scrabbles? You've had to crew deal scrabbles. with crew scrabble. Wayside story. It's got to be, you know, it's kind of similar. And, and Sheridan says, no, I'm beached. And he starts... <laughs> Being He's such a, a little weenie in this episode. Yeah. Oh, I love it because he hates politicians. He gives and then yeah, and then here he goes. It's like they turned me into a bureaucrat, not a politician. I and I'm gonna say I got complaints from my neighbors. Yeah. yeah. I stood up and clapped. Yeah. When Sheridan said this yeah. next part, he really because honestly, I'm amazed they allowed them to broadcast this because this is a statement. I can't believe they said this on TV. He says that he if if whatever it was that evolved into humans. Like if the, the the chimps or whatever uh, knew that they would one day be politicians, they would have stayed in the trees. They would have stayed in the goddamn trees. Amen. Yeah, they would have stayed in the muck. Wow. And then he said, uh, "Opposable." I always thought opposable thumbs were overrated. Yes, you use them <laughs> to pull the voting this lever. This guy's doing his tight five. This... Now this is punched up. Whoever punched <laughs> this scene up should have punched the last one up. Oh God! Oh, There's delightful. a lot of uh, kind of overlabored uh, jokes. Yeah, this was, in this, this was episode. Really, this was really something. Um, but you know what? Here's the thing. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Down with politicians. Um, as the kids would last, say, uh, this is a based Sheridan moment. <laughs> based? What? What kids? And uh, Ivanova. Ivanova. Right. He says, "Listen, you're here because the president, a politician." Ugh. Interesting. Well, you, you notice this? I did. Hey, you notice this? You notice this? Yeah. Hey, listeners, you notice this? You notice this? Uh, he thought that you could handle it. 
And as your XO, I need to know, was he wrong? And Sheridan says, maybe he was. Meanwhile, we're, we've got the Cortez in hyperspace. All right. What? The Cortez? And, oh, no. Oh, no. They get a Discovery, Star Trek Discovery level of fire. Fire. And sparks. And I have to say, so I think they talk about this on the, the Lurkers uh, guy, like JMS and the new uh this was the other thing i said that that slipped past him he was not happy about the amount it is very strange there is an erupting tower of flame yeah it's a behind fire. him yeah. yeah like this huge thing of flames and i suppose if you're like a captain or or whatever uh, uh maynard you you are kind of unflinching at this kind of thing but he yeah. seems especially as does everyone else especially nonplussed yeah it's like oh this, fire yeah. okay and it's like honestly i couldn't stop laughing like it's just very it is ridiculous. A, a pillar of fire biblical and it, almost. And it just yeah. is it's stationary it's, it's yeah. just behind them and it's just like yeah it doesn't get put yeah. out at all and um and it's like all right uh we're stuck in hyperspace and we can't get out uh-oh. Now, uh, back to the B-plot. Uh, so now we get... Oh, my God. Jaribaldi is telling about the fucking shoplifters who oh gives a shit. But, now this scene. Okay. Here it is. So, Ivanova is eating what yeah. looks like this linguine is... with, like, Alfredo sauce or just cheese on it. Yeah. Which, there's no way that that's what Franklin requested. There's no way yeah, no, he was... No doctor's like, like maybe no. two I uh, Maybe, like, pasta. 90s health like well maybe, maybe yeah, we i don't, don't know. know i don't remember what garibaldi is eating then. something that looks quite reasonable and good which is broccoli and meatloaf yeah, yeah and a baked yeah. potato I'd, I'd enjoy that seems like yeah. a damn fine meal and then yeah. sheridan's eating a salad and it doesn't i don't even know if it's a salad i think it's just the the leaves yeah it's just leaves it's just it's, <laughs> it's undressed it's leaves classic. and folks yeah. this is a classic comedy scene this now, is, no one is happy with their meal. But, this is one of the greatest but, comedy scenes I've ever seen on television. Each of them is happy with another person's meal. Yeah. Garibaldi wants that linguine. Ooh. He wants a linguine. <laughs> and so they do Ivanova a little... wants the leaves. And, During this uh, whole scene, Sheridan. it was just like... And then Franklin walks by. Well, they, and he... they do make the switch, and they are happier than pigs And they're and all shit. like... Chomp, and then chomp, chomp. Franklin comes by and they all trade back. Uh oh. And then here it is. <laughs> this, is this is like more is. comedy music. More comedy music. This is like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And for those music. who might be joining us and are yeah. like, what the fuck is up with these three idiots talking about comedy music? Comedy music used to be in almost every episode of this damn that, show. That's, that's yeah. an exaggeration. And then, and then all of a sudden it was gone. It, it, it would pop up occasionally, but it would be, I would say when it popped it up, regular. It, would be, it was regular. It would be fairly pronounced too. Yeah. Like it would be like really out there. Uh, and then uh, JMS had to have a little talk with, yeah, uh, with the composer, with the composer. And uh, all I could say is I think he may have uh, roughed him up a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, but here we are. Comedy music boop, 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 is back. Boop, boop. So we're back on the Cortez. And, we're back. Um, Maynard is talking to some guy about trying to fix something. And my only note really for the scene, because they were kind of talking about sci-fi shit, is that God bless the actor who got saddled with whatever these sci-fi lines are. 
you know, <laughs> it's a tough job. Tough and job. I know he's trying. And okay. it's a one-off. It's there's no real like this is not like oh boy maybe I'll be the engineer on Babylon yeah. Five. It's like oh you're gonna be an engineer on a ship that is for a guest definitively yeah. going away for a long time. Here's a paragraph's worth of made up words that you have to deliver as though they're real. And okay, uh, th- this guy uh, delivering the lines uh, to to Maynard. Uh, I I, I wasn't convinced. Anything? Power's coming back, but the navigation shot to hell, Captain. Can you fix it? We have the parts, but not the time. It'll take 48 hours minimum. By that time, we'll be swept so far, of course, we'll never find the lock-on signal well, again. Stay with it. Yes, sir. No, but God bless him. God bless him, and God bless everyone. Um, <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Uh, so, and then Maynard says, all right, transmit a Madei. Essentially, they, they can't get out of hyperspace. We already know that. Yeah, so now we're, we're on B5, and uh, Corwin, uh, our regular scene seaman, um, yep. he says, we're getting a mayday from the Cortez. And they hear what we just learned, which is that they're straight in hyperspace, lost, lost. help, respond. Help. help Sheridan uh, tells them to respond that their help is on the way. And Ivanova lets them know that no ship ever lost in hyperspace has been found again and Ooh. i and i want to underline this here because this is true in all the other ones so the cortez is trapped in hyperspace and everyone on the cortez knows this and no other ship has ever made it out of hyperspace right. nobody yeah. on the cortez seems especially concerned about this <laughs> that you know, they that's... are in what is like yeah. a five percent survival situation this is that's yeah we are the three of us we're not military men but that's the that's the dedication of the military there isn't the a man. single person on the cortez that has even a moderate level of panic well everyone is look, extremely like oh it looks like I we're love stuck in troops. hyperspace i love the troops you you do your job and that's that baby all right, so now Delenn is getting examined by Franklin, and she's uh, letting him know that she's annoyed by the frequency of uh, the examinations. And Franklin, uh, first off, he has some, like, kind of uh, normal, like, he's like, listen, I'm, I'm just checking because it's like you just had a very, uh, you just came out of a, a dank coon. Yeah, you are a freaking butterfly, lady. Come on. And I just want to make sure, like, no one's ever done this before, so... This this episode, so I'm coming around on against what I said at the beginning. This episode takes a lot of time to explain to you why everyone thinks this is weird. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, Franklin also asks some leading questions, which is like, "All right, well, uh, how do uh, the o- other Minbari uh, treat you? Because you look a little different." And <laughs> yeah. no, they they all love me. Everyone's my best friend. She's a, she's lying. And uh, Franklin's like, okay. Uh, all right. And then Delenn, this is a little oh, more boy. of a crossover of our B oh, and C boy. here. Delenn's like, uh, and this is, this is a little bit, this, this could have used a sweaty. punch up. This could have used a punch <laughs> up. This is a little sweaty. Here's, oh, here's my advice. Here's my advice to DC Fontana. Go down to the groundlings. Yeah. Get a couple of those goofballs. Give him a couple pizzas. Well, I see. Well, well, well that's. I actually had different advice. I would say sign up for a class. <laughs> okay. Did Dorothy get on stage? Get on stage. Learn some improv. Yeah. Listen. This is a little sweaty. It's a Glenn little sweaty. Glenn is like, oh, are you going to meet with a new delegation? 
that Garibaldi oh, was talking about something oh, called Bunyakata. Oh boy. Um, why would Garibaldi mention that to her? First of all, yeah. Why would, why would he would say he that say there's that? a delegation? Why would he say the words in front of her if he's keeping this a secret? He's so paranoid about it. This why is would she assume yeah, a coincidence. I have no that idea why she knew about that. Yeah. This is a little bit of a stretch. It's a little bit of a stretch armstrong this is what i call a seventh inning stretch yeah and then and then yeah they both stand up and say take me out to the ball game which for those of you outside of the united states is a song that people sing generally uh i don't want to talk baseball i don't want to talk to europeans about baseball because they play that cricket game and it's fucked up like that game that's a mostly cricket cricket's a damn bug all right (laughs) and a magazine and that's a a magazine baseball is the greatest game ever invented and it's only in america (laughs) (laughs) it's the only country that's not not correct steve (laughs) it's the only country where baseball exists (laughs) completely untrue but you know we're gonna get a whole bunch it is of illegal tweets. to play baseball outside of the united states that's true uh, well you know our little yum yum friends Unless... down down under are probably like oh a baseball what about is rugby that... yeah what about punch bug <laughs> <laughs> yeah um like, some no. fucked up beer drinking contest baseball baby uh seventh inning stretch. all right so that all was right. a seventh inning stretch there all right so yeah. now we have um uh take two so we had a scene like this i think it was in um was this oh, in babylon yeah. squared <laughs> or yeah, like a I voice forgot. in the wilderness yeah like Sh- this uh, is Sinclair take being two like, of uh we're, we're all going on a dangerous mission let's pep up let's let's give the oh, pep yeah. talk to the, the and, fighter pilots and oh, so God. this is take two the first one we were pretty tough on um it was this pretty one, <laughs> This one is, I would say, a smidge better. Right. It's better. It's better. Um, it, they they have a little more interesting direction, uh, because the camera wheels around them in a circle. Right. They're all circled around yeah. uh, Sheridan and Ivanova, and the camera wheels around until it stops, so we get the full profile of Keffer. Right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so uh, 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 Sheridan explains that he's uh, sending him on a scary mission, blah blah blah. But the thing is, is the camera stops on Keffer, and then uh, our good friend, uh, the the uh, Zeta Squadron mustache, uh, gets all the lines. Keffer is just an extra plus in the scene. Yeah, like they 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 tell them it's like listen there's a strong chance that some or all the rescue ships will will may not come back and uh i i'm gonna say again the people being sent on this dangerous mission they look a little more interested because that was the big thing was that last time uh it was people that looked very bored uh by the the speech uh from uh sinclair they seem moderately more interested, but not too much. No. Um, and it's so funny that Keffer, it's like he's, he's, Keffer's in the opening credits. Yeah, so he's weird. barely in the show. It, it, it feels like the show forgot him, but I guess, I mean, there he is, and we'll yeah. see what happens later. But yeah, it's well, just yeah. funny. It, it and is, yeah. so then they explain what they're going to do to get the Cortez. And this is, this is, uh, this is what in a, a Star Trek script if a writer was writing it they would write down tech 
the tech tech like they would just yeah. write yeah and then like i don't know the akutas or someone would go in and or or someone uh would go in and write the whatever the, the sciencey thing yeah. is and then they would write in whatever their real world you know like putting too much air in a balloon sure uh thing is and and so that's what this is and that's that we'll tech the tech tech and uh, it's that they're doing a lifeboat daisy chain uh, to uh, signal to a ship caught in a storm how to get back to shore. Uh, so, like, one goes out and another blah, 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 blah. This is whatever. And uh, then we have Sheridan. He says, I'd uh, give anything to go out with God him. God damn, I want to be. I'd... Me too. What's that dark place line where Dean Lerner's like, God, I wish I was hitting the walls with those young bucks. But I'm old, tired, spent, busted, rusted, stuck in a moldy old office with just a moody woman for company. Busted. <laughs> stuck in an office with a moody woman. <laughs> yeah, that's Sheridan right now. Sheridan is Dean Lerner uh all right oh, so anyway so now we see our hero uh who he must be the one in the opening credits because he's the one getting all the lines in this episode right um of the of of uh the star fury uh pilots uh he uh, uh talks a little bit as the star furies are going out sheridan tells them Sheridan is such a fucking dork. Yeah, he's got an ancient. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, I have an ancient yeah. Egyptian blessing. Yeah. Oh my just god! Like, yeah, fucking dork. Oh my god! What are you a dork? Yeah, because this is going back to uh, his first what episode, you, Lincoln introduction, where Lincoln he was given speech. that dorky ass speech. Dork. Yeah, I went to a shit. museum once. And <laughs> is I this saw like what this did you get wall. this off a, a a page a day calendar of inspirational quotes? This is giving me um, and I've only seen him of uh, listen you and you can tell me i'm wrong here but uh this is giving it gives me archer vibes like captain archer you're wrong um vibes you're from, wrong because wouldn't he say shit like that no he, i feel like he did no he's no let's not bring up jonathan archer here all right i just wow. want for those of you listening steve is very defensive steve is a a, a big fan of enterprise yeah starfleet's greatest captain yeah who's who's big uh thing that he loves is water polo and he also loves his dog which is uh, uh porthos yeah anyway you're, you're talking out of your uh rim hole there uh -huh. sean anyway uh so uh the ancient egyptian god be between you and harm uh in all the empty places you must walk and uh here's the thing about sheridan He's someone that's he, he's a he's a little chuggy. He uh, he's <laughs> inspired he's by chuggy. inspirational quotes, which uh, actually is a plot point later in this episode. Sure, <laughs> uh, man loves his quotes. He's listen, and we all know people that uh, that are they'll see an inspirational quote that goes it. on their Instagram uh, and uh, goes on a mug. They see it every day. They feel good. He's one of those guys, and you know what? If that's if that's what gets you through this life of ours, I have an inspiration quote. I put it on a mug. It what says, what is it? It says, "Don't trust Sean Rose." <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, so uh, then we see the Star Furies uh, pop out of the old Babylon Five, and uh, then the theme song plays. Pretty cool. Uh, Pretty cool. <laughs> Pump you up. <laughs> then. So the star, uh, uh, so uh, then Corwin uh, says they haven't heard uh, from 
old Cortez and the Star Furies are now in hyperspace. Then we get Maynard on the Cortez. Now he hears them and they they uh, respond. We have a little bit of a back and forth. Right. A lot of cross cutting here. And um one thing like uh, uh I'll note about this episode is that uh it's similar to a lot of like the the second season episode so far. Uh the the scenes are not particularly long in this one, which is uh No, yeah, that, that, which is nice. Like yeah. the pacing's a lot a lot uh is is pepped up um and uh but, but it makes taking notes a little a little more tricky it's a little, a little um, tougher yeah anyway so uh maynard uh uh says that they uh heard them they they broadcast back to the uh uh the babylon five jesus christ uh sheridan uh responds keep broadcasting your mayday we're sending you a sheepdog um so now we're in hyperspace with our star furies and uh uh, the mustache man says uh you got the the signal to keffer who's in the opening credits um and keffer says it's hard to get a bead on it sir meanwhile hey go in there yeah go in there man meanwhile in the cnc sheridan's getting a little impatient and he snaps at ivanova why don't you take a break you know you really wanted to say to her, stroke off. Stroke off, Ivanova. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss my pouch. Kiss my pouch. I had to eat lettuce. I'm mad. And Ivanova says, why don't you, sir? Old man. Egypt boy. Shithead. And Sheridan says, he's too old a friend. And Ivanova says, is he told you that inspirational Egyptian quote? <laughs> and he's like yeah <laughs> yeah it was him it was it was it was, it him. was, it was him he loves the quote uh, and uh ivanova says listen if this is a you know and and sheridan's worried that this this trip it's gonna be awake ivanova says if it's awake i'll drink with you but until it is let's remember the blessing sure. so now uh keffer finds a signal <laughs> Uh, they lock on in the Cortez. Uh, they found the sheepdog. Then, meanwhile, what the? We see a mysterious ship. Appear what? Like they, how they talked about earlier in the Commander episode? Dallas. <gasps> what the hell? Mustache. No. And then he, well, and then Gallus crashes and dies. Ah, and he's his last words. Keffer. 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 Yeah. Imagine that being your last words. Is calling out to Warren Keffer. I hope those are my last words. Yeah, Keffer. Well, he's Kef pilled. Um, now and Keffer's uh, thrusters all fucked up, so he's spinning around. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, tough. It's tough out there. And then, meanwhile, on the there. Cortez, now they've lost him. Um, but then they find him. They find uh, Keffer. <laughs> There's a little him. bit of suspense, but then him. they find yeah, him. Yeah, there's the very mildest amount of suspense. Uh, and then uh, Keffer. Is firing out like, into What's this space. idiot shooting at? He's shooting at nothing. And yeah, the, and the Cortez are like, "What the fuck is this idiot Keffer doing?" Seems pretty stupid. Yeah, the mayor says, up. "Wait a minute! He keeps firing hey, in the wait. same direction. Maybe that's a sh- the the direction we're supposed to go." Hey, wait a minute! And they're like, "Well, wait, can we save Keffer?" And they go, "No." And Keffer's like, "Don't save me. <laughs> we, we can't save Keffer." It'll be fucked up if you save me. Oh, what a, so, it's, what a it's, horrible it's all loss. Fucked up. So they they fly out after the firing and uh, leave Keffer behind. 
or start start the show, Kevin. No, no. <laughs> I almost thought that they would leave him behind. For good, yeah, I thought was like, oh, they're like, killing him off already. Would have been really like, funny. Like the kick for experiment realized, has ended in yeah. failure. <laughs> maybe they realize this whole thing isn't going to work out the way they want. Uh, so yeah, we we, we thought off. about this, and nah, nah. Or even just like, let's just leave him lost in hyperspace. If we want to come back to him, we'll figure something. Be out. funny if they killed him off, but they were too lazy to remove him from the opening credits, and so the rest of the season, yeah, I mean, it's like war. Warren Keffer. <laughs> so uh, we're back in the scene scene. Everyone is waiting anxiously. Yeah. And then, oh, Captain, there's ships coming through. Three of them. Wait, no. Four. Four. We see three Star Furies in the Cortez. It's okay. Hey. hey. Let's them know the other two Star Furies didn't make it. All right. Sheridan is so. He's bad. No. Uh, now this is a so now, no, this is a weird cut. And now, now of that we go shit. from these two ships were tragically lost. Yeah, and two of our boys are Sheridan gone. is like, oh god, no. And then cut to Garibaldi needs it's his soup. Orwell is there and he's ready to make the dip. Garibaldi and, needs his dip. <laughs> and we look and there's some olive oil and some <gasps> butter. A bunch of other <gasps> shit. Yeah. And all the botanya. Dakota um stuff. mr garibaldi i got your dips <laughs> and then uh uh-oh franklin comes in because oh, belen no. inexplicably spoiled this yeah what the f- yeah oh right yeah when when would he like have known that they were don't gonna be well, no, i don't well, know don't worry about whatever why would he say it to delenn and then I why would know. he know and then i don't know how would she know about orwell a lot of questions um Anyway, uh, I hope they explain this on the Lurker's Guide. So then uh, Garibaldi uh, fired for that blunder. Says, "Listen, <laughs> this is for my birthday." My papa, <laughs> Doctor, my papa used to make yeah, this my, for me. This was great. In the hills of Italy. Please, it's my birthday. It's for my papa. It's the only part of my papa. It's for I my will. papa. It's for my papa. Oh, please. And then Franklin leans <laughs> in to Garibaldi. <laughs> it says, "Well, if it's from your papa, he just goes make enough. Okay, for some for me too. He says, <laughs> make some enough for two, and then they kiss. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's a date. Yes. It's a date. That's a date. It's a That's date, a date, baby. Franklin loves taking people out to dinner. He does. He's a cl- he's a classy guy." Well, yeah. whatever also, happened over- to um, June Lockhart's beautiful daughter? They just have fun. Yeah. No strings. Um, NSA. What, what is the just over no strings fun. Do you think that it was actually his birthday, or do you think he just got caught in a lie? This is a great I be question. I if he was just because straight up lying. It could be, it could be either. Because the doctor it has really could be either. Garibaldi is a like, cop. I, I would yeah. not be surprised if he was just straight up lying. But I, pot, and then it's like, but your father's alive. It would honestly, I, I really wish at the end of this episode, there was some sort of punchline where Garibaldi says to Orwell, yeah, I told him some shit about my father. Yeah. <laughs> or he like gets a phone call from his dad. It's like, hey, Garibaldi, how are you doing? Like, that'd be really like, I think that the show means us to believe this, but I think it's so much funnier. It would be fun. <laughs> Maybe the last line is like Sheridan's like, oh, Franklin. Uh, we're planning uh, the, the the birthday party for Garibaldi in two weeks, but his birthday was tonight. What? What? And his dad will be here. What? what? 
Wait, I listen. Another punch up. Another punch up. Call those. Call, listen. Call the groundlings. Give them a couple pizzas. Yeah, just, get maybe just give them a pizza. Get on stage with the groundlings. Bunyakata. And then you're good. You're gonna learn punch a lot up. from the groundlings. You All right. So now, now we we'll after it. that think, hot and I heavy scene. I think Adam McKay and Will Ferrell were in the groundlings at this point. Come on, uh, bring them in. Uh, and uh, Sheridan in the garden. And uh, they're here to tie up all the themes of this episode. Uh, sure. Kind of, you know what? Again, a little sweaty. Uh, a little bit. Folks, it's a little sweaty. And Delenn is like, I heard the news. I'm sorry about your loss. It's hard to do, sending someone out to die. And then uh, Delenn says, listen, you save them. And the universe puts you in places to learn. And wherever we are, it's the right place at the right, the right time. Place. Pain is the process of constantly being born. And uh, Delenn says, listen, we're both going through transition that the universe knows what it's doing. Okay. And and then Delenn yeah. quotes some uh, Sagan at her. Yeah. It's like, we are I made of star that. stuff. Yes. I thought she was, now I thought she was quoting Moby. Because <laughs> we are all made of stars. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if if she got all this People from, Moby, from listening together, to You ever heard this album play? You ever hear this song, Honey? <laughs> we um, heard this song, Porcelain. And Delenn says, listen, sometimes the universe requires a change of perspective. And Sheridan's like, wow, well, an interesting talk like that is enough say. to change my entire viewpoint for the episode. Here we are go now going to the south side, as they say. Yeah. So now we're back with uh, one of the stars of the show. Oh, he's been, uh, and then Catherine. when I saw him, I'm like, okay, he's not dead. All and right. uh, the computer tells oh! him that uh, his thrusters are back online. Uh, don't worry. So don't worry, uh, everyone's okay. favorite character is okay. But. He's still stuck in hyperspace. And remember, no ship has ever made it out of hyperspace. We right. got really lucky this one time. He's got he 35 minutes of oxygen, of oxygen yeah. left. And he says to the computer, uh, we've uh, been through a lot together, you and I. And, I you know, he, and we've I been there for the computer. I think he fucked the computer is what yeah. he's talking about. Yeah. And then Keffer sees the scary ship again. Uh-oh. Then Uh-oh. he's like, wait a minute. Computer. Correlate computer. this with uh, my last sighting of it. Stand by. So now we're we're back in the CNC. Sheridan, Sheridan is sad. he is looks he, sad. He is so sad. And then the crushed by grief activates, and it's Keffer. He Sheridan is fucking psyched. He's like yes. He's like this puppy. He's like Keffer. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> Keffer. Yes. Keffer. Yes. And Keffer asks for permission to dock. And yes, Sheridan says, yes, 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 yeah, welcome home, Keffer. Get your ass over here, Keffer. And we get a big smile from Sheridan. Yeah, he's been oh, Keffer-pilled. He's, he's all teeth. He's Keff-pilled like we all were yeah. at the conclusion of this episode. So now we have Keffer getting some, some big lines here. He's leading a toast yes. to Commander Gallus, God the best you. squadron leader I ever had. God bless you. Yeah, wow. And Ivanova... Asks about what what it was that that hurt him, and uh, you know she says, or uh, Keffer explains that whatever it was that that hurt us and killed Commander Gallus also saved me, but whatever it was, it was dark and dangerous. 
and I, I want to know what it is. I think we all do. Hmm. And Ivanova looks at the camera and says, I'm sure we'll all find out one of these days. Here on Babylon 5. Wink, wink. You know, maybe maybe we'll maybe, we'll find out a little more. Maybe we'll find out next week. Mm. But, uh, you know, enough of this uh, morning uh, Commander Gallus bullshit. Yeah, Zeta Squadron needs a yeah. new commander, and I want it to be you. Whoa! Whoa. Congratulations, Kepper. Kepper in an Congrats. important role. Kef, you're in, baby. I guess we're going to be seeing a lot more of this guy. So, uh, meanwhile, worry, folks, where's Garibaldi? Oh, no. Well, he's on a Hot beautiful date. A, he's, having a little, date. he's having a little date. And so they... Garibaldi has made the Banyakata. <laughs> Franklin. He made his Franklin's like, I feel my arteries hardening. And that's not uh, the only thing hardening, if you understand. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, careful. Yeah, there, careful over there. Um, over there. Yeah, we were Sean. We already got the sticker, the parental advisory. Yeah, the twenty five so plus. We might as well. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Hard. All right. And then um, Garibaldi says, "Well, wait until I tell you what dessert is." Well, first of all, he loves it. He does yeah. love the the dip. Yeah. He eats and the dip. Franklin he loves says, the dip. "Dessert." What, I what? didn't approve dessert. And then uh, a boing and a. De- yeah. I don't. I I don't think it- comedy music plays there. Not quite. No. Um, but yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I, well, I guess you don't want any then. I guess you won't have well, any. No, 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 no wait a minute. No, wait dessert. a minute. But I like some. He wants a, what do you think it's it is? is just it, it's probably fun. an Italian dessert. Do you think it's a spumoni? Uh, it's, um, or think it's a cannoli. Or a cannoli. is the dessert, dessert, is Gar- it a gelato? Is the dessert Garibaldi's papan? Could be his <laughs> Could be his penis and balls. <laughs> could be a little fun. Could, could be right. a little roll in the hay. So yeah, we have a little bit of lightness, and then we Sher- get back Sheridan. To the... We see Sheridan at a nice clean desk. Yeah, the metaphor, everybody. Wow. Did you catch it? Did He's catch enthusiastic it? to work again, and he'll join everyone for fun later. Wow, cool. And Sheridan wink. asks Ivanova, "Hey, did you ever ever talk to Delane? She and the universe seem to have a, a special relationship." And she's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. She's, she's, she's saying that Sagan shit again. Yeah. It's it's like the U.S. and the U.K., a special relationship. And uh, then Sheridan ends the episode chuckling to himself. Star stuff. <laughs> yeah, he starts singing uh, Moby. The? We're all made of stars. Yeah, I would love Produced it by uh, Netter. All right. The end. The, the end. end. The a end. distant star. <sighs> the distant Arr. My goodness! My goodness gracious! All right, Babylon boys, what did you think of a distant star? Sean, money go for. I went first last time. I don't want to uh, take the first yeah, spot. I thought this one was fine. Um, I was like, like you said, there was a little bit of hairiness, um, with some of the humor. The B plot was very silly. Um, mm-hmm. this is one of the one of the silliest B plots we have yet seen, uh, in the show. Uh, with uh, Dr. Franklin being uh, putting everyone <laughs> on a diet and Garibaldi trying to smuggle in some 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 dip. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was fine. This was I don't know. Um, I, I, I generally I think I enjoy any like. Um, I don't know. I I, I enjoy any te- any teasing of, of of things to come, which with this which this had a decent amount of. 
uh, with the uh, the weird ships. More Keffer. Yeah, that was his. But more Keffer. Finally, Keffer is given a little bit something more to do slightly. So maybe this will be the uh, the beginning of more Keffer. We'll see. Uh, Steve. Uh, you know, I didn't like this one that much. I uh, I loved the B plot. I thought the that everyone on Dias was one of the greatest things I've seen on Babylon Five, especially when they're all sitting on the diner counter and they're they're switching food. Like that's classic yeah. comedy. Yeah. Uh, I thought everything else was a little undercooked. Um, I was really I I, I was really disappointed by Russ Tamblin. I'm not gonna lie. I I. I thought he gave a pretty wooden performance. I, I, I totally not, agree with you. I like, really like him as an actor. He's I love incredible him. Incredible yeah. in uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, he, uh, including in the 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 return. Shovel your way out of the shit. And something about his performance in this episode. Almost it, it was, everyone on the Cortez. I, yeah, I don't know. I I I didn't think he was necessarily bad. I I don't think his character was super interesting. Um, I think that was part of the problem. Yeah, maybe he um, just didn't get I mean, that it much. It could have been though. Like the, it could have been. I think he got plenty. He was a, a yes. cowboy boot wearing, uh, you know, uh, star man who gives Sheridan yeah. the business for being a chubby bureaucrat. Like that could have been a great role. I, I guess I don't know. I think he just. Some people are meant for this kind of sci-fi. Like that. That's what I came away from this as. Like. I don't think he did a great job, and that was kind of a bummer to me. Uh, and I thought all this stuff was okay. Um, so I didn't like it that much, but I did. Uh, I want to give five bags of popcorn to the um, to the B plot. Uh, uh, five out. bags of uh, popcorn and uh, uh, some olive oil. So, yeah, you know, this is obviously we're we're now out of the the JMS. Uh, writing and uh we're now on to uh like other other writers and i think like obviously dc fontana is a great writer i, I think yeah, she, she's yeah. A, a great writer this one and this is a much better episode than her one last uh or her her i forget if it was one or two uh last season but her her episodes mm -hmm. last season you can tell uh like this this continues along with the general kind of pacing improvements of the second season but mm -hmm. it has just kind of stuff that feels a little more kludgy um, mm -hmm. and a little uh, more kind of like, well, this has to happen in order for the plot to happen. Like the Delenn somehow mentioning the Banyakata to uh, Dr. Franklin feels very sweaty. Like there's just a bunch of like little things in this episode that just kind of feel... Uh, like kind of plot contrivancy uh, sure. uh yeah to me like this is a it's a you know it's 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 a kind of a b episode it's it's just an episode yeah, in between okay. yeah. uh uh spaces but i i can't say that i i wasn't entertained uh watching it i yeah. i enjoyed this one I enjoyed watching it, it didn't yeah. make me snooze um had a great b plot i mean that's what and you uh, can't ask for more and honestly. it opened and it, we got our our, our man keffer got promoted gonna be very the, exciting for and him. we got to meet orwell and i hope he comes back they have oh orwell some, yeah. orwell some of the minor b plots on babylon 5 like this one and then we you know the one where londo was with uh like you know uh spending time 
Lanier. With yeah. Lanier. Thank you. Um, some of the B plots of this episode that are minor and have no sci-fi anything in them, they're just like a little bit of a sitcom plot, are often the quite best. fun. That's <laughs> like, the best. You know, they, they yeah. have fun with them, and the cast is actually good at them. Like, they, they yeah. kind of enjoy uh, having not to talk about, like, oh, you know, where there's a hyperspace eddy that uh, is downsloped. <laughs> yeah. Hyperspace they get to talk about, and blah, blah, blah. We get to talk about salads. Yeah, this is rabbit food. Anyway, um, so it's like, this is this, uh, this is a top episode now, but it's a it's an episode that's perfectly fine, and as Sean said, like, it does a good job of kind of integrating with the overall Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good, but this is going to be quite the discussion, I feel. Who was the Jeffrey Sinclair sex person of this episode? I don't think there's much discussion. I think it's Dr. Franklin. Yeah, I was actually going to say Dr. I would, Franklin. You don't think it's you know? Maynard with all his no. rip talk? No, because I I wait, was wait. so disappointed with Russ Tamblin's poor performance. Oh no, I, yeah, I, I didn't even I, I didn't even all. consider him at all. Wow, I, not, what it, about Orwell? Um, on the no, Orwell, I, I, mean, could, Orwell, I could see Orwell up there because he had I could a lot see of confidence. Orwell, but no, Franklin definitely. Franklin, Franklin is, uh, at Franklin, not only that, but he asked Garibaldi on a date. <laughs> he asked him on a date and, and successfully. The only successfully. thing the only thing he's concerned with right now is he wants everyone on the station to have a smoking hot bob. Yeah, the, the fact that he would absolutely go out of his way, the fact that he saw it as an opportunity and was like, I am going to... I'm he wants going to, everyone... I'm going to torture everyone on the station, all of the, the high-ranking officers with my, my weird diets. Uh, he's clearly... Listen, he, he wants, wants everyone... Oh, right, you first, Steve. He wants everyone's bod to be working at optimal levels yeah. for some rim in later. Yeah. He wants right? everybody to look like the cast of Enterprise except for Flux. <laughs> yeah. um, because if, if you watched Enterprise and uh, you watched enough of it, everyone other than Everyone Flux, is jacked. Uh, like every character, like, like every character, once they're out of those baggy uh, uh, spacesuits, you see them ripped. out of their shirt and it's just like, damn, that's a lot of muscles. <laughs> Even wow, Reed? even Reed, <laughs> even Malcolm Reed. This this wilting English flower takes off his uh, uniform, and it's like Flanders. All of a sudden, he's just shat. <laughs> unassuming great. little man. All right, all right, yeah, fine. I'll I'll bow to the consensus here. Congratulations, um, Doctor Doctor Franklin. Franklin. Congratulations. All right, I believe so this is your first fucking win. weirdo. God bless it. Next episode after our Jinxio call, the long dark. Oh, oh! When a cryonic sleeper cool. is awakened, <gasps> a deadly evil force is unleashed on the Capitalism. station. Wow! And um, I'll 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 call out the writer here. Yeah. So uh, this episode we had uh Russ Hamblin. This episode uh is written by Scott Frost, the oh, brother the, the of uh, sure. Mark Frost, the oh. son of Warren Frost. So uh, Mark enough. Frost, wow. pretty cool. Half of the wow. creative team that Let's created. See if he's got the uh, the Frost when, magic. What is this compared to Twin Peaks? When did Twin Peaks come out? Twin it Peaks was like a few years before this. Yeah, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks was, was earlier. Like, uh, it was like ninety ninety one. Okay. Um, he he wrote. So a, everyone's getting on the Twin Peaks. He wrote a Twin Peaks book, the autobiography of the FBI agent uh, Dale Cooper. He also wrote apparently an episode of uh, 
on the air uh which was the other uh show that uh david lynch and uh mark frost did together that was a comedy <laughs> oh uh know. and it's very strange <laughs> um didn't last long and uh i think you can only find it on like youtube or something um well, anyway we're be so uh we're we're spending more time with people in or adjacent to Twin Peaks uh, next episode. I can't wait. The Long Dark. Wait. The Long Dark has a nice, good detective title. All right. See you. Very excited. Well, listeners, thank you for sticking it out with us here at the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. Again, my name is Steve. I got Sean here. Bada oh, yep. bing. Yeah. yeah, it's me. I got Ben here. Bada bing. Hey, it's me. And uh, we are on social media. Search us on Twitter and Instagram. We are last best B5. Yeah, not uh, last best the B5. No, last best B5. We have fun. We're a great follow. We'll make you smile. Give us, give us a ring sometime. We, we'll, we'd love it. Uh, give us a review. Uh, subscribe to us. We eat that shit for breakfast like we just did because it's 8 a.m. Wow. Uh, and if you like what you heard, tell your friends, go back, listen to some of our episodes. We have a lot of fun here on the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. Uh, and that's uh, that's it for, for me. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, uh, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Stan Pellegrino. Thank you, uh, Jeffrey Sinclair. And uh, I want to say goodbye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. This podcast is starring Ben Vigent, Sean Rose, and Stephen Winchell. Art and theme by Stephen Winchell. Editing by Ben Vigent. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a review on Apple Podcasts.